0: This morning, let's all pray while we're in the Spirit. Father, we welcome you in. We thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Touch everyone here under the sound of my voice and online with a fresh healing anointing from the top of their heads (laughs) to the soles of their feet. I thank you that they are healed, that healing is their daily bread, and they take it fresh from heaven now through their arm of faith in which you've given us. We receive it. I take it fresh, say that with me, I take it fresh, in Jesus name, amen, amen, and if anyone would like hand blade on them, just right now, before we begin, just come on up here for healing, if you just want to push that through, you've been waiting on the Lord and you've been believing for it, just come on up here real fast, real quick, amen, and we'll just bless you, in Jesus name, and if amen. someone could stand behind, up here, and just reach, stretch out your hands, amen. In jesus precious name is there anything in particular i need my blood pressure to go down. blood pressure down all right we got that <laughs> without medication Amen. I without medication he's yeah. got that in jesus precious name so let's just all stretch yes. our hand out there galen in jesus name we agree where two or three agree on anything it shall be done for them And we just take authority over that heart and every organ in this body and blood pressure in the veins that it's pumping perfectly in Jesus' precious name. That she has new DNA. The blood of Christ flows through her. And we command blood pressure to go down now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. That's easy. Hey, if you're ready to take it, you got it. (laughs) You don't have to do much. (laughs) Praise God forever. Anybody else? Cece, hi. Sci- sciatica. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My we were right going to we get that today. Sciatica. So let's just stretch our hands to Chris. Thank you for playing, by the way. That was beautiful. And on her right side, she's been having a little sciatica with the weather, I think, for the last week or two, right? Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, we just take authority over that. Yeah, just you got her? Okay. Just lay your hand right here with me on the right bottom side, right? in Jesus precious name we thank you we release sciatica in Jesus name we bind you we cripple you we call you dead in Jesus name get out of her body now in the precious name of Jesus we thank you for health and healing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet that means every square inch is covered in the blood covered in his healing grace and anointing and love and we thank you lord that you healed us because you loved us and we give you all the praises we let that love wash flow and freely over us this morning we receive a fresh dose of your love your healing grace in this place and if you agree with that say amen
1: amen Amen. We
0: we believe we receive amen well thank you for being bold and coming forward amen praise god thanks sophie for helping we got to get you a mic next time. Amen. And I heard a songbird out there. we got to get her up here next time, too. <laughs> you got beautiful voices, everybody. Good morning. Happy Sunday online. If you need your healing online, Jesus is there, too. There's no time in the Spirit. Just take it in the precious name of Jesus. Well, how's everyone doing today? Thank you for breaking this cold, cold, frigid weather in California. <laughs> the sun's out, but it is a little crisp, ain't it? You're <laughs> all bundled up. Thank you, Jesus. we got heat lamps, too. If you're in the area in south orange county come come join us we got a good work going out here amen praise god forever and just agree with me over this service if you will father we thank you where two or three are gathered you're here in our midst i thank you for a fresh word in season let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside distraction or care and just say this with me father Father. i cast the whole of my cares cares. over over on you i am now therefore carefree. Carefree. Feel free free. to minister to me. me. I receive. receive. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 We are making our way through our quintessential book on authority, the book of Ephesians. (laughs) I I can't talk and hold this Bible up at the same time because it's so big. I ordered this Bible online because I need a new one. My small print, I was having trouble finding my spot after looking and looking back. So I got this giant print Bible. <laughs> it's got no headings. It's just words, you know. There's no passages. It's just straight words, amen. And I feel like it's the Ten Commandments on stone, you know. It just And it's one of those Bibles where you can open it and it stays open, you know, for, for preaching or whatever. I didn't know they had those until this bulky thing came in. I was like, that's a little bigger than I saw in the picture, but it, it's going to work, amen. So I got the Ten Commandments here, praise God. <laughs> Written on stone, it feels like. But I went for the giant print Bible, amen. Remember those deck of cards, the giant playing cards, too? I like those, too. I grew up with those, amen. So I've always liked big print. And I think I can help uh, find my spot better now because of this, amen. <laughs> so pray for me, no hiccups, amen. That <laughs> it's not too big, that it blows me away. But uh, we're going to the book of Ephesians. And this is a book written by Paul the Apostle. And to the church of Ephesus, which was the central church of its day, really in the center of the world, if you, you could say. And Timothy was the pastor of that church. You could call that a mega church, I believe it was. But this is quintessential doctrine, and we've made our way through Ephesians here, and we're going into chapter five now, which I think is my favorite chapter in the book of Ephesians. Again, this is our quintessential book on our authority: how to raise your family right, how to train them and raise them in the ways of God and the Lord, and just good, sound Christian doctrine and living, and your in your authority as well. Because we're called to live in our authority. Amen, Doug? (laughs) On this earth. We got it and we use it. Praise God. Amen. God has given us weapons of warfare. Before I do that, I forgot an announcement. Um, We have cards in the back, actually, um, for Clarissa's Pazanke class or women's ministry at Chris Leche's house. And that's April 3rd from 1 to 4 p.m., right? And there's flyers in the back uh clarissa printed up that are lovely they're just nice you know you got little ukrainian eggs on them they're they're wonderful and she's doing that in lieu of what's happened in ukraine so that's a that's the best thing i think she's got going so if you would like to join that in your woman feel free there's flyers in the back on that and then we've switched our chariots of light right we're under jerry savelle ministries uh chariots of light here we have a motorcycle ministry outreach here and we are going shooting some guys and i know women wanted to go too so we'll arrange that one day well, we'll start with the guys first, just to make sure they sit, they're safe before we bring the, the women along. Okay? <laughs> and we're going to go shooting out in uh, Azusa was the plan. Now switch to Hesperia. His, Jerry Savelle is going to be preaching in Hesperia March 17th, so we're going to ride out to hear him uh, speak that night. Stay at the Tavern Inn, which has a steakhouse as well, right down the street, and then go shoot the next morning. Amen. So that's March 18th. Mark your calendars. Kyle Robinson, I know you're watching, so mark your calendar for that one. Praise God forever. You motorcycle riding, photographer taking you. So we bless you all. And there's just some quick announcements. Amen, I did it. (laughs) Praise God. That's the grace of God. (laughs) The favor of God. Say that with me. The favor of God God. encompasses me as with a shield. I can do anything he wants me to. Amen, amen. All right, so here we go in Ephesians 5. And um, I'll get there when when we get there. Okay, Ephesians 5, verse 1. This Bible. Bear with me, it is a new Bible, like I said. Therefore, be imitators of God. You like that verse? I love that verse. So whatever we see God do, God's instructs us, imitate me. That's what Christian really means, little Christ, little anointed one, amen, doing the works of Jesus. He says, imitate me, love himself, as dear children, say I'm a dear child, and say I'll always be, be his dear child never his adult. (laughs) Amen. You got childlike faith to receive this morning from your father, which you will never surpass in age and wisdom. Amen. (laughs) Isn't that a blessed assurance? That we can grow forever because of him? It's unlimited. We can keep on growing and growing. I love it. Amen. We got 120 years to grow here on earth through our BIBLE basic instructions before leaving earth. And then we have eternity to grow as well to get to know him face to face. Oh, I'm looking forward to the face-to-face. I hear God sings, you know, God cries, God weeps. It says, God laughs. I'm looking forward to watching Him do all those things that we do down here. Amen. But now He says, "Be imitators of Me, as dear children. Say, I'm dear to Him. Dear. Every hair on your head's numbered. Amen. And walk in love. So this is a endurance. It's, it's not a. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. He says, don't run. Walk. <laughs> Walk in love. Amen? Steady, surely, every day of your life. Just keep on walking. Amen? Hey, if you're walking, you're advancing. Amen? Praise God forever. Don't let the devil tell you different. As Christ also has loved us, Christ, the that word there means the anointed one right there, and it's also translated and his anointing. But right here is, as the anointed one also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God, Yahweh, or yad heh vad is actually the closest Jewish pronunciation of God. God actually came from uh, German dialect in, in your Bible, Gott. Amen, we stem from Gott. So that's why we call it God here. German dialect actually made our way into the Bible, amen. But the closest name we have through the scriptures in Jewish tradition and Jewish council is yad heh or Yahweh. Amen. So that's his real name. Praise God forever for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication, verse 3, and all uncleanness or covetousness, you may want to highlight covetousness, that's his his precipice here, let it not even be named among you, as is fitting for saints. As is fitting for saints. Not ain't, saints. Amen? Say, I'm a saint. (laughs) I'm a sent one. These are my instructions before leaving earth. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting for saints, but rather giving of thanks. So we go from covetousness here, desiring other people, if you will, you know, unholy flesh, if you will, um, which is not fitting for us saints, but rather giving of thanks for what you got right now. Amen. I'm happy. I'm content. Amen. I love my wife. I am very happily married. Amen. I am very content and I give thanks to God every day for it. I love her. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any, say any, any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ the Anointed One and God, Yahweh. No inheritance. Say, I'm a joint heir, though. (laughs) See, now you're a joint heir with Christ. Amen? You're a joint heir with Him. Let no one deceive you with empty words. There's a lot of empty words up there. What are empty words that have no preceding or following action to them? The Joe Biden administration, if you will. Yeah. You can't say things and then not do it. And Now you're incredible and no one's going to believe you. That won't last long. Amen? An uncredible witness is not trusted for long once they're found out. He doesn't do what he says. I can't listen to anything he says now. All his words are now empty to me. Amen? Unless he backs him up and has a history of faithfulness from doing his word. I love Luke 1.1. This uh, account, O Theophilus, I made unto you of all that Jesus both began to do and to teach. That's integrity. He never taught anything he wasn't already doing first. Jesus. Amen? I love that scripture written by the physician Luke for us. Amen? But men and women of integrity are known by their works. Their words and their works line up. You know, if you say you're gonna be somewhere at two o'clock and you get there at two ten, you just hold a ten minute lot. You're gonna be uncredible to your employer and those around you who are looking to you as a Christian saying they don't keep their word. You know, that's how you know, that's how precise God is. He's holding us accountable to be truth tellers and truth bearers, not liars. Amen. So I always tell people, you know, if I tell my clients, hey, I'll be there at, at twelve thirty ETA, you know? Now I put ETA, estimated time of arrival, so I have a little leniency, you know. But I used to say 1230, and hey, if I wasn't making it there at 1230, I'd text them again and say 1235. And if I wasn't making it at 1235, I'd say 1240. So, so they can't count me a liar. I'm, I'm still telling the truth, even though circumstances have delayed me. Amen? But I'm still speaking the truth in love. Amen? So we should be known for our words and our actions. Faith without works is what? Is dead. Amen? They shall know us by our faith, our words, but that has to have corresponding action, amen, to be called true Bible faith, right? Amen, amen. So we are the ones with integrity on the earth. That's how you should be known when you leave this place. Always did what he said. I could trust him. He was faithful to perform their, his work. Amen. If he told you, you were gonna, he was going to be somewhere, he was always there. I could count on him. See, they're supposed to count on us as they can count on Christ. Because we're Christians. Amen? Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen? So our words should be powerful. Our words should be sound and secure that people can trust in. Amen? If you say a thing, it's going to happen. Amen? Praise God forever. And let no one deceive you. Deceit comes from empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore... Do not be partakers with them. mean what you say? Say what you mean. Amen. For you were once darkness. Can anyone tell in this ministry that the spirit of exhortation is upon this ministry? Amen. Exhortation, edification, and comfort. Praise Jesus. You know, Billy Graham was a prophet, by the way. He always comforted, he always encouraged, and he always uplifted the body of Christ. It was amazing how many different denominations that man could get together to do the work of Jesus. Isn't it? We used to sing in their choir when he had his conferences and campaigns out here in California. Just as a young kid, I remember that. Supported his ministry, watching him on TV at my grandparents' house. He really spoke to me and grabbed me as an evangelist watching that man. I went through all his sermons. 1957, Madison Square Garden one being my favorite. I could see, you could see the Son of God come through the building and touch people during that service. You could watch it on YouTube. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. But it's amazing how one man got all these denominations, over 40,000 denominations now, in Christ. I don't know how that's possible. You can't divide them 40,000 ways. One body, one faith, one spirit, one father, one son, one baptism. Amen. One Bible. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but you know, that spirit of unity was on him. That spirit of exhortation was on him. He correct. But then he'd come That's just how God is. Amen? And then he'd encourage and edify and build you up. What a gift he had. Amen? I'm looking for more Billy Graham. Amen? To spring up. Amen? Amongst our youth. Hey, I have a, a quick trivia question. Duncan Hines. You all know Duncan Hines cake mix? Just raise right your hand if you got the answer. When did he create Duncan Hines cake mix? Was it 40, age 41, age 52, or age 71? Anyone? 71 52 we got all across the board 71 it's never too late amen he created Duncan Hines makes they've sold a billion dollars in product at age 71 amen it's never too late amen (laughs) to just do what you got to do amen I like his cakes how about you (laughs) that was from heaven amen Chick-fil-A was from heaven, let me tell you. In-N-Out was from heaven. They still have scripture on on their products. Amen? I love supporting Christian business. How about you? Amen. Fun little fact there. It's never too late. Therefore, don't be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. The Bible says God is three things. He is light, life, and love. You may want to write that down if you're taking notes. The Bible says God is three things. He is life itself. He is light itself. And He is love Himself. Amen? So He's saying here, You were once darkness, but now you are light. Light itself in Him, in the Lord. Walk as children of that light, the light of God. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness. Thank God for His fruit. Amen? Couldn't trust us with the gifts without first giving us His fruit. Amen? Amen? is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, acceptable to Him, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is a shame. The Lord just wanted me to tell you about that. I just got a ringing in my ear. That's happened periodically for about ten years, just randomly, you know. The devil always try to hit you with a little fiery dart. And every single time for the last ten years, I put my finger at I don't even have to speak to it. That's how, It just knows, amen? The ringing's gone right now, amen? You just, you just, you just point your finger at it, amen? It, you know, if you know your authority, he'll just run off as if in terror, amen? You don't even have to speak the word. Remember who said that? The centurion. You'll raise my daughter from the dead, you know? Boom. <laughs> you said it, it's done, it's finished, amen? You chase the devil off, amen? The Lord just wanted me to share that. I'm just following orders, amen? You can just point to things, amen, and have them change, amen? The authority is in your fingers too, amen? You are the hands of Christ, praise God forever. The healing anointing is in your hands. Praise Jesus forever. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. By speaking the truth, the light, the Word of God exposes all darkness. For Remember Genesis 1-1 in the beginning. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Light be, light was. See that? Amen. So the word is what illuminates darkness. The spoken word of God. It's what counsels out darkness. Please don't listen to any other sermons other than this one, Jan, during the service. <laughs> just kidding. There's some good pastors out there. Hey, you take them all in at once. Wait, whatever. No, she's just recording this. I know. I'll pay you after for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret god don't like that the gossip of darkness god don't like it just keep light on your lips amen but all things that are exposed by the word by light himself are made manifest by the light or the spoken words for whatever makes manifest is light the word is light he is god the word is god the word was god amen Amen. The word's God, light's God, love's God, and life is God. <laughs> Therefore, anything that comes against those is not God. Anything that comes to kill or take life is not from God. Right? Anything that comes to cover light with darkness is not of God. Amen. How it comes to kill life ain't from God. Amen. Comes to bring darkness or comes to bring hate. That ain't God, that's the devil, folks. Amen? And the church should probably know that by now. That there's two gods on this earth. The God of heaven in you and me, and Satan, 2 Corinthians 4.4 says, the God of this world, or Babylonian system. Christians have to know that, especially in those mega churches. Because they don't know. They think God brought sickness on them, or darkness upon them, or destruction upon them, to teach them life. How can you destroy and teach life? You teach life through life. Amen? Right? Isn't that how you teach your children? I train them in the way they should go, through righteousness, through light, through life. Amen? I teach them how to how to love not through hate, but through love itself. Amen? That's how he teaches us. He teaches us through himself who he is. Just like we should teach our children and others based upon who we are, who we've become, through us. Amen? Praise God. So we have to become what we're talking about we have to become what we're saying amen it's not enough to just spout off empty words he's saying you have to become what you say you have to know who you are with integrity and character amen for anyone to ever trust you and we should be trusted the world should be taking our words to the bank yeah i can trust him amen praise god but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light therefore he says awake. You who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ the anointed one will give you light. That's the gospel right there, ain't it? Preach Christ, preach the anointed one who will give the whole world light. Wake up! (laughs) Rise up, awake from the dead. Receive Christ the anointed one and he will illuminate your darkness so you can see truth for the first time in your life. That's it. Just receive the light so you can see the light. Amen? You got to receive Him first. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools. I said last week, we're childlike, but we're not childish. We have childlike faith, not childish faith. We know how to apply it. At least we learn that with experience and age, right? Responsibility comes with age, right? But we're not childish. He says, walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Full-grown adults, amen? Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the... We're getting into marriage, and I'm already laughing, so it's coming. And I'm going to read a verse before we get into that. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Well, we have his will, his last will and testament right here. And I have a big version of that. (laughs) But understand what the will of the Lord is, is right here in your Bible. This is how you will know his word. But now he's saying, understand what you're reading too. And that's what Paul the Apostle had on him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened. That was on Paul to write that. Amen. He clearly saw so that we could clearly see. Amen. So say, that's on me now. That spirit of understanding is on me now. You can understand what you read through the Holy Spirit. He's the author of the book. I couldn't understand the Bible. I read it cover to cover as a Baptist raised at Saddleback. And I had a hard time understanding it until I got filled and baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, which also helped bring about the healing of my body as well and my prosperity. It was an all-inclusive package, amen? Which it should be in Christ. But when I got baptized with the Holy Spirit, this thing just opened up to me and became illuminated. It takes that spirit of light to understand light. Amen? Amen. So you got to have the author, the Holy Ghost, to understand this book properly. Amen. Which is why John MacArthur never, had, never did. You know, the Lord had me throw out a John MacArthur study Bible, because all his notes on the side were doubt and unbelief. And here the Lord said, I've given you faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And now a man has attached his own doctrines and opinions to the side of it to diminish my faith that I've given my people through my word. And it's ruining them. So you know what I did with that Bible? I threw it in the trash. Amen? Who wants to put doubt and unbelief right next to faith? Not me! When I go to my Bible, I want to know that I'm getting fed. How about you? Amen? I've heard he's changed his ways. I've heard he's, you know, all of us grow. I'm not judging them, but you know, that's just me personally. I had to toss that Bible away. And then I bought a new Spirit-filled life Bible that was filled with Spirit-filled living in full gospel knowledge and understanding. The notes coincided with what I just read not disagreed with what I just read. So you got to be careful. Amen. But I remember that day when I got filled. That's when the Word opened up to me. Smith Wigglesworth has the same account. When he got filled with the Holy Spirit, that's when everything took off for him. Amen. And I can get countless ministers are on record saying, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, that's when my ministry took off. Yeah. Well, it worked for Jesus, didn't it? <laughs> he didn't do one miracle before the Holy Spirit fell upon him like a dove, right? So it should work the same for us, right? Amen. There's a lot of carnal Christians because they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. you got to get baptized in the Holy Ghost, amen? To live supernaturally, not just naturally anymore, amen? Praise God, amen. The Holy Ghost is our comforter. He, Jesus sent him in his stead, amen, to fill us to full so we can understand all truth, Amen. See, that's what he said. He'll lead you into all truth. Just follow him. You know, I like the Bible reading plans if you want to make your way through the word. But I just open this in the morning and ask, where am I going? (laughs) You know, he'll take me. He takes me all over the place. You know, what's the word for today? And the Holy Spirit will give you that knowledge. He'll lead you into all truth. The truth you need for your situation. Amen. So don't just do your own thing when you read it. Confer with the Holy Ghost before you read it. Where you want me today in your word? What do you have for me today? What's hot off the press from heaven for me today, amen? And that's where I follow and go, and that's when I get fed. I don't get fed when I just do my own reading plan. I get fed when he has his reading plan in me, amen? And he leads me into it, praise God. So you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to move, amen? That's a key to success, the world's filling out. The only constant is change. Yeah, that's kind of true. You have to be flexible to flow with the Holy Ghost, right? you got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone to go minister. You have to be willing to step out of yourself to step into Him. Amen. John the Baptist said it this way, Less of me, more of you. (laughs) Less of us, more of you, God. I feel the Holy Spirit coming in on that right now. Fill us fresh in Jesus' precious name. Fill your church with a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. Just say with me, Holy Holy Spirit, I receive you afresh, in your fullness, with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. There it is. Amen. He's a perfect gentleman. He won't force himself upon any child of God. He has to be asked to come in. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So he says, Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, in which is excess. But be being filled is the correct translation with the Holy Spirit. You know how alcoholics uh, constantly drink to be drunk? This is what he's relating it here to. Probably preaching to a lot of alkie's. (laughs) You know? (laughs) He says, Do not be being drunk with wine, in which is excess, but be being filled with the Holy Spirit, which means a constant drinking in of Him. I drink in the Holy Spirit fresh the service. I drink Him in fresh each morning. I just wait until I hear Him. Some of my best times in the morning, I know you can relate with this, is when you just sit in silence and just listen and just shut up and get still and you just know that He is God. Even without your Bible. I have my Bible open but it feels like He's just speaking to me right from it. Without me even having to read it. I went to Him I went to His Word, which is Him and now He's speaking to me. And those are moments of refreshing. Amen? That is the Holy Ghost at work in you and me. And that's how you get chock filled to make the day, to redeem the time, because the days are evil. Don't stop till you get filled. And most of the time, it's just a matter of <sighs> resting in Him, because He's so, so good. Amen. Is someone getting something from this? You feel the Holy Ghost. I feel His presence. It's a sweet presence, it's a still presence. You could just be still in Him forever. You know, it's just who He is. In his presence is joy forevermore and riches at his right hand. This is where you receive from, in his presence, in his glory when he shows up. Take it. Thank you. You meet every need. I honor you. I worship you. It's that spirit of worship. He's right there. You know? Praise God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're blessed. Empowered to prosper. (laughs) Praise God forever. He says, but be be being filled with the spirit, like an alcoholic drinks wine. Keep on drinking it. Keep on drinking him in the spirit, speaking to one another. Have you ever gone by a bar on a Friday night anywhere and seen uh, those who have just drunk or left a party or a restaurant from a birthday and they're all well drunk and they're laughing and they're speaking to themselves. Ah, I walked into that pole. Get out of my way, Paul. (laughs) <laughs> Bill Cosby gives a great impersonation. <laughs> you ever seen that? You know? This is what he's... Re- You've never seen a drunk person? This is what he's relating it to, Paul the Apostle. Maybe he had an issue with alcohol. Maybe he had a divorce. I don't know. But he became the man God wanted him to be. He gave us two-thirds of the New Testament. Speaking to one another in Psalms, that's Psalms Speaking in songs, he says. That's how worship music should be. Speaking in songs to one another, and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. If you see a happy drunk person out there, you should be happier, he's saying, because you have God Almighty in you, and you have access to drink Him in fresh every moment of the day. We are now under an open heaven. When the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove, it said the heavens were opened. They've remained open for you to receive anything you need in your time of need. Amen? We are under a dispensation of an open heaven. And so is the world, if they'll just receive it. Amen? So you should be happier than any drunk you ever see by being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? The Holy Ghost should lift you up. Amen? That's what he does. He's the uplifter. <laughs> of your head. He's the encourager, the exhorter, the leader of the church, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. If that's ever happened to you? You just find, uh, <laughs> you know, like a little baby sometimes, you just get giggly. You know, that's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> just filling you up. Amen. People should be falling out in church, just like they fall out of the bars. Amen. But the Holy Ghost, amen. When the Holy Ghost gets to moving, things happen. He's saying, be drunk in the spirit. Not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And they're reciprocal. (laughs) There's a lot of similarities there. I've been so filled with the Holy Ghost, someone laid hands on me and I fell right out. You know? Start dancing. Start singing. Start loving everyone. Hey, you can love anyone when you're in the Holy Ghost. It ain't hard. Amen? When you're drinking in him and he's filling you. He says, giving thanks always. You can't do that without the Holy Ghost, right? you got to get outside yourself. New wineskin, amen, for new wine. Amen. Giving thanks always for all things, for all things, for all things, to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, I'm in the name. So every time you give thanks, God hears it. You're in the name. Amen. God hears it. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. <laughs> you ready for this portion? Is anyone uh, married in the house or online? If you are, just raise your hand. Is anyone planning to get married? <laughs> if you're not, that's okay. I'm going to read this first verse at the end of this section before I begin the beginning of the section. He says, This is a great mystery, Paul, verse 32, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. He's referring this section on marriage to your marriage with Christ himself. We're his bride, He's our bridegroom. I can put it this way. We're his wife. He's our husband. He's the husbandman, right? That's scripture. So we could just say it like that to make things simple. We're his wife. He's our husband. We're his beloved. Amen. We're the church, the bride. He's our husbandman, our bridegroom. And he's coming to get us to take him up in holy matrimony in heaven in him amen so just think about this if you're not married this is your relationship with christ your beloved amen he says wives the church you he just got done saying i speak that's a great mystery i speak concerning christ and the church the anointed one and his body the head and the body so keep that in in paradox you know when you read this he says wives <laughs> and this is paul the apostle <laughs> we're going to flip to first peter too Peter was married, he had children, we know he had a home, and we know his mother-in-law lived with him. Paul did not. Paul was single, we have no record of children, we have no record of his home. And he starts out with wives, they both start out with wives first, which is the bride. Amen. Don't write me no nasty letters, I'm chonging through this, it's going to be good. He starts out with wives, but notice Paul's section on wives is shorter. It's about this big. And the, and the place on husbands is about this big. Peter's is flipped. And they balance each other out, as we'll see. This is a good teaching right here, amen? The Lord has given me wisdom and revelation of this, this week on this scripture. So hopefully it comes out of me. Because it's in me, it just has to come out. So wives, church, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. You know that word single in Greek, the origin of single, actually means complete? You're supposed to be complete in Him before you're ever able to complete somebody else. Amen? You're supposed to be single, complete in him before you ever get married on the earth to complete somebody else. Amen. As to the Lord, so you have to you should be trained before you get married and submitting to the Lord. So that's male and female. Again, this is the church. For the husband is the head of the wife, Christ the head of the church. As also, Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. The head ought to be the savior of the body. The husbands should be speaking the word over the wives, not vice versa. Which it's been for way too long. Because men have left their, left their position through Satan's tactics. Amen? And have gotten them out of the head, and now there may be the feet. You know the wife's still all the talking? They're just behind the scenes. The wife chooses where to go to church. The wife chooses where to send their kids to school. The wife chooses the job. Everything. Where they're going to live. That's a recipe for disaster. Just look at the garden. Remember that? So husbands left their position. But it says here, he is the savior of the body. The husband. Who should be speaking the word over the wife. If anyone's going to be praying, it should be the husband. Where's that been? I just don't think it's been taught. Right? Hopefully. Before it comes for a glorious church, marriages will be as they should be. You should be able to look at a Christian marriage and say, that's the relationship I should have with Christ. How they're interacting is how I want to interact. Amen? This is what I want. Amen? All the young people out there. Amen? And again, Duncan Hines started at 71. It's never too late, (laughs) if you want. (laughs) Praise God forever. For the husband's the head of the wife, as Christ is the church, and he's the Savior of the body. Therefore, I love Kenneth Hagin, if you see a therefore, just ask what it's there for. (laughs) Therefore, just as the church is subject, say subject. We don't like that word in a democracy. Subjects, that's a kingdom word. But we're under a king in a kingdom, aren't we? We're citizens in a kingdom. I like the army principle if you've been raised in the the army or the military, what he says, do, his mom said. Yes, sir, I am subject to Christ. That's how you live a blessed life on earth, just like Jesus. What he says to do, I do it. Amen? Praise God. Therefore, just as the church is subject, I have submitted myself under him. He's the head. Amen? That's why I speak his word, not my words. I tried to do that. Just speak through me. I don't want to say my own opinion. Just give them the word. Amen? (laughs) Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, that's a position of honor and humility. And the more you humble yourself under God, the greater he will exalt you. As the church is subject to Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, you have to subject yourself under his anointing, too, it says here. That's the true definition of Christ here. The anointed one and his anointing. I get around men and women that I see the anointing of God on and I subject myself under them. I serve them, I submit to them so that their anointing comes on me and blesses me. Amen? And in turn blesses you. That's how it works. You can't receive from God without submission first. You can't receive love from your husband without first being submitted to your husband. Amen? Amen? And your husband can never give you the proper love without first being submitted to Christ. He's the foundation. Don't leave your first love, Jesus says in Revelation. Be submitted to your first love, the head of the church, and all your other relationships will follow mightily. If you're both seeking him, you're going to have a good marriage. The moment one person leaves seeking him, it cracks. It breaks. Time and time again. Can't leave the word. The word brings restoration. As it brings restoration to the body and the church. Amen. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Say Let's pause and ponder that. Clarissa's watching online. Just let that sink in. I love how God added that in everything. Oh, let it go in. Let it go deep. I love that word Ceylon sobs. It means pause and think about this. Don't have a moment of silence. <laughs> That's better than the Barack Obama moment of silence. I am gonna do nothing. <laughs> There's moments to be quiet, then those moments to be loud. That wasn't one of them. <laughs> Good Lord. Rebuke the devil, amen. Chase him off. And then give God the praises, and then be silent in the victory and know that he is God. Amen. So let the wives be to their husbands in everything. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for putting that in. Amen? He's talking about the church and Christ here, though, as well. That we're supposed to be subject to everything he tells us to do. Amen? That's a flourishing church. That's the church he's coming back for. Yes, sir, that's the army of Christ. You can't do your own thing in an army. You'll kill someone else. Right, Denise? <laughs> yeah? Got a bet here. Amen? You gotta. You trust your lieutenant. You trust your officers. You trust those who are above you. You've submitted under their jurisdiction and authority. And what they say goes. Because they're there to protect you, right? If you don't listen, you're now unprotected. That's a good word. If you don't listen, you're now unprotected and you're open to the snares of the devil, the tactics of the enemy, and he is trying to kill you. Amen? If you don't gather together in church, you will be defeated. I guarantee it. That's scripture. Amen? If you isolate yourself from your body, you will die. You need the body to survive. The devil knows that. That's why he positioned everyone through COVID by themselves alone. To attack them and to devour them. Praise God for the churches that didn't stop meeting. Amen. To gather yourselves together. To encourage one another. To uplift one another. To be illuminated together. To shine as never before. But you gotta listen and obey orders to survive. In the army. Amen. You don't want to shoot your neighbor. There's been so many. I had friends in high school that joined the Marines. And ended up dying. Because they didn't listen. They accidentally fired on someone. And they were shot by their own team. There's a lot of those, unfortunately, because they didn't listen. So you just listen to the head, the instructor, Everything going to be all right. And if you don't trust the instructor, then don't submit under him. Find a good instructor. Amen. Praise God forever. Amen. That's good preaching, Brother Eli. <laughs> Amen. Should be their own husbands in everything. I just wanted to make sure they got that online, <coughs> since Clarissa's watching. In everything. <laughs> now uh, can I, go, should I go? let's just keep reading <laughs> there's amendments here if your husband's going to lead you to a bar to go sin you're not following you've left your first love now now you're not following Christ he's your first love keep him first right that's where you draw the line amen or a lieutenant says we're going to practice shooting each other today for practice nope You've left your commandment of love. You've left, you're have left. you off. Nope, I'm, I'm following Christ. Paul the apostle who gave us this letter told us, follow me as I follow Christ. Which means if you're off the path of following Him, don't follow me no more. Stick with Him. I'm the shepherd that's supposed to lead you to the great shepherd, he said. Stay with Christ. Amen? If I falter or waver, stay with Christ. That's why all pastors and preachers are supposed to give you the word of the living God so you can stay with Him, not them. Amen? Praise God forever. Amen. This is how husbands should be teaching, treating their wives. As Christ does the church. Speaking the word of God over them. Leading them in the way that they should go. Verse 25. Aha! Now we're at husbands. Look how long and lengthy this passage is. Husbands. Dun, dun, dun. Clarissa's like commenting right now. Like, 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 (laughs) like. Love your wives. Okay. I can say that. Okay. That's easy. Sure. Husbands. Love your wives. Ah, this is when it gets tricky. Just as Christ, the anointed one, also loved the church and died for his own body. You're now members together, one flesh. For this reason, man shall leave father and mother. The two shall become one flesh. Just as, now here's our standard. Yeah, I can love my wife, sure, but here's our standard now. Just as Christ, the anointed one, also loved the church, his bride, and gave himself for her. I'm to lay down my life for my wife. If she wants to do a project, I should lay it down. Amen? And help her do it. I love Pastor Art Aragon. I'm ordained under Pastor Art. He'll be here next Sunday, by the way, to dedicate our newborn Samuel and to teach with his wife, Joanne. Hopefully she'll be here too. But that's a marriage made in heaven. They have done so much for the kingdom. I said it before, I never met Integrity until I met Art Aragon. And he'll be near that. And you'll be able to sense it and see it. The love and the marriage union they have, whoo, Jesus. I'm so glad we submitted under them. You know, that should be... If you're single, you should maybe find a single to submit under. If you're married, you should find probably find a married couple to submit under. So you can both glean and learn together. Amen? You know? Amen. So you just confer with the Lord, who's my pastor? Who's my pastress? You know? Who am I supposed to glean from? What do I see on their lives that I want? And then take it. Because God gave it upon them to give it to you. Amen? Praise God forever. We pull on him as much as we can. I pull on the anointing of Pastor under every time I'm under him. When he's here, I won't be making a sound. I'll be fixed on him, absorbing everything he has to say because he's a man of integrity and I can take his words to the bank. And if there's anyone who's going to speak on marriage, I'd want him to. He says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ, the anointed one, also loved the church and gave himself for her. Where do you want to go to lunch today? I don't know. Has anyone said that after church? I don't know. You do know. Say, I do know. Start confession now. I know where I want to eat after church. (laughs) But if my wife wants to go one place and I want to go another way, it should be up to me, the head, to lay down my life, to submit to her and say, yes, let's go where you want to go. Right? That's just practical. Amen? As also Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, laid down his life for us. His right. That he might sanctify, so this is why he did it, and this is what submission brings is sanctification. Whenever you submit, get ready to be exalted. Amen? That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. I love that. Peter talks like that in that language too, that poetic flow. With the washing of water by the word. To be cleansed you have to have the word spoken over you Jesus himself the word himself is speaking over us right now in heaven do you love that our intercessor he's up there right now speaking the word over us just like I speak the word over my children and my wife amen this is what he's doing that he might present her to himself a glorious church see the interchangeability of Paul here from the church to Christ to the husband and wife it's just one A glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. (laughs) Premature aging is the husband's fault upon the wife. (laughs) They haven't been speaking the word on healing over him long enough. Seriously. You know, that's what he's saying here. You need to be speaking the word over your wife so that she can look good. The word makes us look good. I know. I was changed by it. I had a chronic illness, and when the word started being spoken over me and I started speaking over myself, my body changed and lined up. I started looking different. I went from 150 pounds to 220 pounds. No muscle to muscle. The word changed me. I didn't do it. He did it. Amen? Because I spoke it over me and had others speaking it over me. I submitted myself under it, and it changed me. That's what he's saying here. The husband should be speaking the word over the wife so that there should not be any wrinkle or any such thing. They shouldn't need face cream. They just need husbands. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> See, there's a whole billion, billion dollar market out there when all you really need is a good husband. Amen. Oh, <laughs> Praise God forever. Where are the single men? Hey, here am I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're getting there. He's coming back for a glorious church. Husbands have to be men sometime or another. Amen? Husband's got to be husband sometime or another. Wives got to be wife sometime or another. Amen? He's coming back for a glorious church, so something's going to shift. Amen? Praise Jesus forever. I believe in miracles. Amen. Amen? Hallelujah! That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such blemish of any kind, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives. Get that, husbands. Own wives, not somebody else's wife. (laughs) Own wives. Amen. (laughs) The world needs that today, believe it or not. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. As their own bodies. So how good I take care of my body, I should be taking care of my wives too. If I'm going to give myself an Epsom salt bath, I should draw one for her too, amen? If I'm going to get a massage, I should give her a massage. We're one flesh. We're one body now, amen? The proper care and feeding of your wife and husband. Husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. So if you see a marriage out there and the husband does not like his wife, guess what? He don't like himself. He's got to be complete in Christ first to ever spread Christ. Amen. He, won't, he wasn't single. He wasn't single. Probably just went from his parents' house into the college system, into the world, and never got alone with Jesus. And now he can't properly love his wife, and he's never loved himself. He says here, if you see a marriage in the church or out of it, and the husband don't love his wife, he don't love himself. He's got to get fixed first. To spread love to her to make a proper union amen just like christ and the church the church has to get fixed up before he comes to get us amen praise jesus forever he's helping me here he's getting it out that he might present her to himself a glorious church i haven't spotted wrinkle. so husbands ought to love their wives as their own body verse 28 for no one, <laughs> he who loves his wife loves himself. Verse 29. For no one ever yet hated his own flesh. Well, unless they're possessed by the devil. But he's saying no man has ever yet hated his own flesh. If you've hated your body, if you've cut yourself, if you're a cutter, those kind of things, if you're a mutilator of flesh, that's a devil. That ain't you. Amen? That's not you. Scripture says no man's ever yet hated his own flesh. That's the devil, not you. So you got to get that devil out. Amen? And take care of your body. Praise Jesus forever. But nourishes it and cherishes it. you got to speak the word over yourself too. you got to love yourself to the point where you speak the word over yourself. Amen? Cherish yourself. Nourish yourself so you can nourish others. Just as the Lord does the church. There it is. He's speaking the word over us right now. Nourishing us and cherishing us. That's what the word does. For we are members of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. I love that scripture. When i was suffering with chronic illness, this scripture did me much good. I am a member of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. And another scripture says, As He is, so are we in this world. Say that with me. I am a member of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. He doesn't have any broken bones there's a man in the godhead right now in heaven his name's jesus he don't have no broken bones he doesn't have sickness of any kind we're a member of his body of his flesh and of his bones he was broken on earth for our healing now he's a hundred percent just like you should be amen we are members of his body of his flesh And of his bones. When my body wasn't lining up. When my weight wasn't going up. When I had 10% energy. This verse. I'm a member of his body, his flesh, and his bones. He's not sick. He's healed. He's whole. I should be whole. Hey, I'm whole. Hey, I can run. Hey, I can do this. And then I started putting faith to action. Amen. Putting action to my faith. Started running. Started jumping on the trampoline. Got up to running 8 miles a day. Never did that before in my life. Because of the word of the living God member of his flesh his body and of his bones i'll never have a broken bone amen i had surgery right here they said they put a plate and 11 screws in i hit a deer on maui when we lived there on a scooter going to work and shattered this shoulder and they said they put a plate in 11 screws and then my golf game would suffer and the flexibility and man i've had better flexibility than ever before in my life and this shoulder is stronger than this one Praise God forever. I didn't want to look at any pictures of the plate and the pins. I didn't want to see what they put in because I was believing for a whole reconstructed shoulder from Jesus. Good as new. A member of his body, flesh, and bones. Amen. Forever. And I would test it. I tried holding on the pulley machine with this arm and then this arm. Good as new. Amen. Praise God forever. Pull-up bar, you know. (laughs) God's the healer. Amen. He ain't a respecter of joint member or person. He'll heal you just like he healed me. I've been healed ever since. Amen. Since 2005. Praise God forever. Chronic illness for a year and a half. Since 2005 I've been healed. I can eat anything. I can drink anything. God's good. He's the man. Jesus. There's a man in the Godhead. They can relate with all your suffering, what you've ever been through. But he still yells from the courts of heaven, you are whole. You are healed. By my stripes I healed you. Receive it. Take it for your own. I died for you. Amen. If you were the only one, he would have come just for you. God loves you just as much as he loves Jesus. That's why he sent him to die for you. Make it personal. There's over 7,000 promises in this love letter to you personally that you can have. Make it personal. Amen? He's a personal Jesus. Remember that Johnny Cash song? Your own personal Jesus. Love that song. He's personal. He meets everyone where they're at. Only he can do that. Think about that. That's incredible to me. Wherever you're on in life, He'll meet you there. He met Paul on the road to Damascus. Where can't he meet Putin? Knock Paul off his high horse. He comes back riding the white one. King of kings. Lord of lords. Yes, sir. What can't he do? I believe it. Amen. Praise Jesus. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, not no more, thanks to the Holy Ghost. I speak, but I speak concerning Christ, the anointed one, his anointing, and the church. And the church. You're a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. As he is, so are we in this world. Amen. And then he wraps up here, the last of Ephesians 5. Nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. That's a key to the healthy marriage. (coughs) Respects is submit there. If the wife submits and the husband loves, they're going to have a blessed marriage. Amen? That's the key to marriage. Submission and love. Submission and love. And then he says, let everyone be submitted to one another. I put others above myself. It's not about me. Did anyone ever read Pastor Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life? It was a national bestseller. I read that book so much when I came back to the Lord at age 21, redevoted my life to the Lord, got baptized at Saddleback again, which I was raised. And I read that book so many times. Chapter (laughs) 4, It's Not About You. I would quote that verse when I started feeling sick. When I went anywhere, we went on a fishing trip in the ocean. I ain't good on boats. <laughs> I'll never go on an ocean cruise, unless my kids force me. <laughs> but we were fishing, just trolling out here. I think it was Dana Point. And I started getting sick, and that was just in me. It's not about me. It's not about me. I refuse to take this. It's not about me. Then my uncle throws up. <laughs> That's the part. I tell Andre that story. My brother, Andre. I just, it's, I crack up to this day about it. Because <laughs> here I am getting queasy, quoting this scripture, you know, it's not about me, it's not about me. And then I see my uncle across there with a yard of beef. Remember the yard of beefs? Those big beef sausages? <laughs> and he's slicing those things off like nothing and eating those guys. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, he's, of course he's going to throw up. And he just throws up, goes right back, <laughs> slicing another one. I'm uh, like, hey, that's, that's a live hard, eh, man? That's Give me some of that. <laughs> You're not working for him. Maybe it'll work for me. It's not about me. It's not about me. Amen? We should exalt others above ourselves. Amen? Praise God. Forever. And then we're wrapping up here, right here. Can we go here? Wrap up? In 1 Peter. And Peter's words, again, who was married, mother-in-law lived with them. had a house, had kids. That's proven. In 1 Peter chapter 3, and notice how big this section is on wives <laughs> compared to Paul's. Paul's is this big. Peter's is this big on wives. Paul's is this big on husbands. Peter's is this big on husbands. I don't know. But they balance themselves out. If you get both of them at once. Amen? So here's Peter's words. And in the mouth of two or three witnesses, Paul said, let every word be established. So we have to, they have to match up. Amen? To be sound doctrine. He says, wives, or the church, likewise be submissive to your own husbands. There's that word submit again to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word, ooh, now he's putting responsibility on you. The word, that's the live that's God himself. If some don't obey, if the husbands don't obey Christ, the living word, they without a word. Ooh, this is intrinsic beauty. And we teach our daughters this. A meek, quiet spirit is a great of great price in God's eyes. Amen. Teachable. That even if some don't obey the word, the husbands aren't listening to God. They, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives, the behavior, their actions, how they live. Just like the world should be won by how we live the church. That's what should do it, how we live. They should see and want to come in. Amen? By the conduct of their wives, when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely, see that word merely? He says, that that stands for only. Don't let your adornment be only outward. So you're supposed to get dressed up to come to church. You're supposed to present yourself well every day of your life, just like David, to present yourself well with what you've got every day. As long as you're doing your best with what you have, that's favorable in God's eyes. If not, it's just laziness. Amen. And lasciviousness. Mm-hmm. And lewdness. And then you just go down. But you're supposed to be working the best with what you have. He says, don't let only your adornment, your decorations, be outward. So he's saying, let them be outward too. Amen. Treat yourself well. Go to the spa. man. Get rid of mani-pedi. Amen. <laughs> Get dolled up. You know? That's what he's saying here. Don't let it be only outward. Boy. How many preachers have ruined that one? You know, women shouldn't get dressed up in church. They should wear all black with ashes under their eyes, like Pentecostals. What? How do you get that from this? That's man's doctrine. I'll say it again. I said at the beginning of the year, it's the year, listen up. (laughs) Women, listen to this. (laughs) It's the year of the Republican woman, 2022. I prophesied that at the beginning of the year. It's the year of the Republican woman. God's raising up women. Amen. Praise Jesus. Christ is the head. And your head, your bridegroom forever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't let your adornment be only outward. Arranging the hair. Wearing gold. Or putting on fine apparel. Say fine apparel. He expects this from everyone. Rather, let it be. This is be your... First priority and focus. All that other stuff comes after this, right? Rather, let it be the hidden person of your heart, your spirit man, built up on the Word of God, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. That's what's going to last you forever. A gentle, quiet spirit, which is very precious, say very precious, in the sight of God. That goes for man and woman the church. This is very precious in the sight of God a gentle, quiet, built-up spirit that lasts and will at last anything you see around you. Hallelujah! For in this manner in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as <laughs> it comes my second favorite verse, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Let's just pause and meditate on that. <laughs> Say La. Say la, Clarissa. If she calls me Lord at home, oh, she's going to get blessed. Amen? <laughs> yes, my Lord. Yes, my liege. Amen? I'm going to bless her socks up. Amen? Has any husband been talking about talk like that? You know, who's been married? Let's just ponder and, and stop and think about this. <laughs> Calling him Lord. Ah. If you want your husband to be the man that are called to be, you got to call them who they are. Amen? Praise God. I hope there's young people watching this (laughs) who are ready to get married. I'm sure they are. For in this manner in former times the holy women who trust in God also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands. It's an act of adoration in God's sight. As Sarah obeyed Abraham calling him Lord. (laughs) Whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. This ties into 1 John. Perfected working love casteth out all fear. So here again, the husband's supposed to drive out fear from the woman's life, just like Adam was supposed to do with Eve before she submitted to fear himself, Lucifer the devil. Amen. He was supposed to be speaking the word over her to drive out all fear with love. Because perfect working love casteth out, drives out all fear. Wives are not supposed to be in fear. That's a commandment. Just like the church is never to be caught in fear. He says, when I come again, will I find faith on the earth? Faith and fear cannot live in the same house. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. You can't be in faith and fear at the same time. One of them has to go. One's God, one's Satan. You can't tolerate fear. He's saying that, husbands, allow not your wives to be in fear about anything. You're their protector. You're their cover. Cover them with the truth of the word. I don't care what they've heard from man or the world. You're their head. Speak the truth over them. Drive out fear from their lives for good. You don't have to be afraid. Jesus is your healer. You're healed in his name. I speak truth over you. That's the working love that casts out all fear, is speaking the truth in love. Amen husbands he goes back here we go here's our here's our part by peter husbands likewise likewise dwell with them with understanding with understanding if there's any husbands if you if you're married do you know your wife's love languages i learned clarissa's (laughs) the last one is touch my first one's touch How's that going to work, Lord? <laughs> her, favorite, her, her, her number one is quality time and gifts. Which means if I give her gifts, that's when she lights up. You know? And if she hugs me and touches me, she's not a touchy person. Again, her last love language is touch. But when she submits and loves on me, you know, we're equal. You know, that's when I light up. And then I give her more gifts. And then it's a cycle that just can't be broken. Amen? That's how it's supposed to be in a marriage. Amen? You give God, the church, what He wants, and He gives you what you want. Amen? The church, His body. Amen? You give Him praise and adoration. Hey, I'm going to give you more things to be thankful for. You're a praiser. You're a worshiper. Thank you for thanking me. Here come the blessings. Amen? We learn His love languages. Amen? Praise is one of them. Worship is one of them. Amen? But this is a key foundation to marriage. Likewise, you do unto her... She doesn't do you. It's just a snowball that keeps on rolling. Don't break it. Don't stop it. Keep it going. Amen. (laughs) Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife, that's respect, as to the weaker vessel. Not saying necessarily she is the weaker vessel. There have been moments I've been scared of Clarissa where she could (laughs) probably beat me up. When we were dating, I saw her hit a punching bag in a speed bag. And I I took note of that. (laughs) I also took back up the note that she's Italian. Okay, <laughs> noted, journal, Italian, can box well, strong, real strong. That's why Olive's so strong. It's crazy. I noted these things in the beginning of our relationship. Amen. Honoring the wife as to the weaker vessel, you should treat her like your beloved, just like Christ teaches, treats us as the weaker vessel. He's the head. Amen. We're strong in him. Amen. And as being heirs together. And now you're joint heirs with Christ. Heirs together of the grace or the favor of life himself. You can't have life outside of Jesus. You can't have marriage outside of Jesus. You can't have light and love outside of Jesus. All those things come through Jesus. If you're Arabian, I don't care. Islamic, I don't care. Buddhist, I don't care. Muslim, I don't care. Outside of Jesus, you'll never have a flourishing marriage that means anything. It'll suck. (laughs) Like Putin and his country. Just oppression. A ruler, a dictator, you don't want that in your marriage. That's under the curse. That's outside of love himself. A marriage in the kingdom is one of submission. This is our life. This is how we live. We live submitted to him. Amen. We let love shine. We let love have its perfect work. Casting out all fear. Just let him in. Amen. He says, honor your wife. And as being heirs together of the grace of life. You're in this together. Never leave her. I called you together. Just like I called you to me. That your prayers may not be hindered. This is huge for husbands. Or the church. Why are my prayers not getting answered? I may not be honoring her as I should. Or him as I should. Am I getting honor to Christ? Am I honoring him as the weaker vessel? Am I honoring him? You know, am I honoring my wife? Is my wife honoring me? Lest your prayers be hindered. I don't want my prayers to be hindered. I'm in, I'm in for an effective prayer life. Amen? So this is the area I check up on. How's my love life? Am I treating her right? Because if I can't treat her right, I'll never treat the bridegroom right. Christ. This is just training ground for him. In eternity. Amen? Amen? These things on earth, are temporary, to train us for eternity. Amen? Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous. And you can read the rest if you want. So this is it. Our life of love. Amen? Did someone get something from this message? I hope so. If you know any young people, share this message on Facebook with them, if you will. This is good premarital counseling. And I'm going to sit down with people to counsel. The Word counsels, amen? He's our counselor, amen? This is it. Just get in a good church under good doctrine and have a successful marriage, amen? Like Christ in the church, the most successful of marriages there is. Christ in His body. Christ in the church. Let's all stand, shall we? Father, we give You praises for Your Word. I thank You, Lord, that someone got something from this message. I thank You, Lord, that as we draw closer and closer to You... You get bigger and bigger and bigger and overcome any obstacle, any adversity, any tribulation or circumstance, any fear or lie of the enemy in Jesus' precious name. That we draw close to you. We cleave to you as our wives or husbands. We know you intimately. We love you. We cherish you. We thank you for our covenant our marriage pact covenant that you made with us when we said, I do. Not I'll try, I do. Not I will, I do. Thank you, Lord, for reconstructing marriages, the churches. Thank you, Lord, for positioning your body before your coming return. I thank you for sound marriages and the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, for Pastor Art and Joanne who will be with us. We bless them, we cover them, we thank you for them sowing their time into us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for apostles in the faith, fathers and mothers in the faith who've gone before us, who've done this before us, and who have good success that we can glean from. I give you all the praises and the glory for each person here today. Thank you, Lord. Equip them for the week ahead. Give them a fervency in their step a pep in their step, a spring in their step, and the joy in their heart to be released this week in their lives and the lives of others. For the joy of the Lord is their strength. And we drink you in, and we are glad. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen! Thanks for joining us, everyone. We're going to take up an offering. It's good to be able to give. Amen. And we have officially started a building fund. Thank you for planting that and starting that for us. So, amen. If you'd like to ever give into our building fund, just write building fund. Amen. I believe we're in a position to do that now, after six years. Amen. Don't stop at six. Go to seven. Remember that? (laughs) And we're going to be in our seventh year. Amen. So, (laughs) praise God forever. If you'd like to give, you can give to Word at the Ranch or Elisha Mark Ministries. And you can give online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. And we're just going to pray over our offerings together, if we can pass our offering basket Father, I thank you that offering time is a holy time to you. In the Old Testament, they used to kill and sacrifice animals, and now we have financial form, monetary gifts to present towards you that we've worked hard for as well. Father, we thank you. We lift them up to you. I don't take it lightly, and neither do you. But this represents us, our work, time, and commitment. And Father, we offer up these sacrifices to you, well-pleasing in your eyes, a holy testimony to you. I thank you, Lord, that it is written, Good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will men and women add back to them. For with the measure they use, the faith they use in their giving, it will be measured back to them. 30, 60, and 100 fold. I thank you, Lord, for that 100 fold return. From every seed, every monetary gift that comes into this ministry to build your church with. And I give you all the praises, Lord, for showing us our new location, our ground our tent in which we're to house your glory in during the week and on the weekend. Thank you, Father. I count it done in Jesus' precious name. I thank you for growing us and building us. Thank you, Lord, for the good measure. In Jesus' name. We cannot give you, and I thank you for it. You're a good, good big father. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say, Amen. Amen. And say, "I I take my harvest. I'm a good giver. But I've learned from the best. I can't outgive God. Amen. <laughs> we love you guys. Bless y'all. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye online. Can someone just turn our camera off for me? Just push in there if you could. And we love you guys. And bless you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye for now.